My beautiful listeners, welcome to Give Mike a Mic Reloaded. Thanks for joining us here on episode one of the podcast. Yes, that's right, episode number one. Um, today I get to sit down with my brother Alex and we kind of talk about life as we know it today. Additionally, some changes that have happened in his own life, including being a father. Uh, we talk about fatherhood, we talk about his um, history with gaming and games and video games, his earliest memories. Uh, movies, what he likes to do, and of course we delve deep into his specialty, which is music. Um, he tells about his influences and what to expect from the podcast as well from him. Um, so I was super excited to sit down, and it's his first podcast he's ever done or recorded episode-wise or editing-wise, anything like that. So um, I was super excited to kind of sit down with him and, and just chat. Um, so we want to make sure that everybody kind of knows who we're bringing on board so you're invested in our characters that are here on the podcast. So it was exciting to kind of just, you know, chat it up with them a little bit. So hope you enjoy it. Um, if you can, after the episode, uh, make sure you leave a like. Make sure you share the episode. Um, if you s- are listening to us on Spotify, we appreciate if you follow us. And you'll get updated uh, with our new episodes every time that they release, which should be weekly. Um, if you're listening to us on Apple Podcasts, make sure you leave that five-star rating because I'm a five-star man. So sit back and relax and enjoy this episode one of Give Mike a Mic Reloaded. So on this first episode, we're just going to introduce one of our hosts. One of the good things that I want to do with the podcast now is um, have everyone, I don't want to have a set number of hosts. I don't want them to be available every single episode because everybody has a life. Everybody has their own thing to do now. And one of these people that has a life is my one and only brother. Uh, not from another mother, but my actual brother. Uh, his name's Alex. It's going to be weird because we might sound the same. <laughs> I, I assure you, I'm not talking to myself. It's actually <laughs> my brother. So uh, in case you don't know, my brother is uh, Alex Vivaldi, and he'll tell you a little bit about himself right now. Hello, world. How are you doing today? I'm going to try to sound a little bit different and upbeat because right now I'm half asleep and I've only had one cup of coffee. But yeah, I do sometimes get a lot of the times confused with my brother and his voice and our monotone, the way we speak. But I have been working on that. So um, a little bit about myself. I am 30 years old. Dang. And actually 31. I forgot how old I was. Oh yeah, Michelle just 30. And you're 31. 31. 31 years old. I just recently graduated from Full Sail in uh, audio production so it had always been a dream of mine to learn about music and recording and production in general. So have a lot of expertise in just, you know, the recording and mixing aspects of the world. A little bit of production here and there. And uh, recently just had a daughter, baby girl, brought her into this world. Little baby Luna. So that's pretty much what's going on in my life right now. I've taken a little bit of a break from music just because life has been busy and as you all know, we're dealing with quarantine and crazy times, you know. COVID-19. COVID-19, yeah. So just trying to get myself mentally in the right place. And I feel like I have over the last couple months or so. So been ramping up and working on some stuff for myself. Um, as I think that's important, you know, to self-care and just, you know, doing things for yourself. So it's a little bit about myself. I'm not going to ramble on too long. Cause I don't know what else we got going on in this conversation, but uh, we don't we don't have that much. We didn't plan it too well, but uh, I did want to go ahead and bring different vibes here on on this podcast. It's not going to be me by myself. It's not going to be me and Alex 
alone by ourselves. We're going to have other people come on. And depending on what everybody's strengths are, we're going to have them uh, just kind of talk about stuff. Fortunately, Alex is, his strength is everything under the sun, I think, that we're going to be talking about. So video games, music, uh, movies, life, deep conversations, like all that. And then when he has time to come on, he'll uh, come on and give his, his advice. So everybody that's a fan of Alex, make sure you tune in when he's around. Yeah. Which hopefully be. I'm a Swiss Army knife. You can just call me that. Correct. Swiss Army Alex. Whatever you need to talk about. Swiss right Alex, man. Or Swiss <laughs> Alex. The Swiss Superman? <laughs> is that already taken? Yeah. Yeah, I think it is. Copyright. Right. We're so, so we're going to introduce Alex a little bit more, kind of delve deep into his stuff. Before we delve deep into a lot of the regular topics we'll be talking about, I just want to introduce the people that are going to be joining me here. So we'll do that here on episode one. So Alex, you recently became a dad. That is the biggest thing in your life right now. What, what's, what's, I mean, obviously a lot is different. A lot is, is happening. A lot oh, is yeah. different in your life. Uh, sleep schedules are different. Uh, food is different. Uh, sleep is non-existent half the time. So uh, what would you say is the best and the worst of what's happening right now with, with that? Um, I mean... Looking at it from a positive perspective, I will say the best things that came out of this would be, in a, in a weird way, COVID, you know, just because it's allowed me an opportunity to work from home and not take too much time off. But at the same time, I could still spend time with her, watch her grow and be at home in general. As, as crazy as it is to be stuck in a house since March, like 15th or 16th, I think is how long. So I mean, it's felt like five years. Yeah. I mean, it feels crazy. And I, the only thing I've done, in all honesty, is probably gone out to, you know, Publix here and there. I went to Disney Springs one time just because I was literally going crazy mentally. And my wife as well. So we just went and grabbed the drink. I did. She didn't because she was pregnant. Um, but in all honesty, I think at the end of the day, that's probably been the blessing in disguise is just being able to be home and because I know a lot of people when they have kids it's like you have for for fathers at least you don't get maternity leave you know you don't get time off unless it's your own personal time and then when that's gone it's you go right back to work and it's difficult you know so uh, I would say that's probably the positive you know just being able to be home and spend time with her and see her grow and learn more about how I can be there for her in a sense because right now it's hard I would say just flipping it on the other end, communication is probably the diff most difficult thing because she really cannot communicate. Like to the baby? Yeah. It's, she's, you know, all, everything is a cry. Which is one thing where I, I've kind of said this over the years and people may or may not know this, but when I get into a relationship and we talk about like the kids staying situation, usually I'm like, I don't mind having kids. However, I might be an absentee father the first year until that kid can talk. <laughs> and I always say that. I'm like, I don't, if they can't tell me what they want, I, I don't care. I'm like, I'll be there. I'll FaceTime them and whatever, like from far away. If they don't know what they're saying, I, I can't, I don't understand it. I don't know when they're hungry or tired. I guess that comes with being a parent, you know. That I will say, you know, in all honesty, though, you do kind of learn a little it's it's kind of human nature you know like now i've begun to understand certain cries and be like okay i know when you're making this facial feature or this type of cry it more than likely means you know you're either hungry if she's already eaten 
then it more than likely means that she's just uncomfortable. Like actually just watch the video. It's called like the happiest baby. It's the most randomest thing ever. I will admit though, for new parents or anyone that is um, a parent that has not watched this video, check it out. What's it called again? Uh, happiest baby. Apparently. Happiest baby. Yeah. It's like a 30 minute video and it shows you all these things about how you can soothe the baby, right? Because that's probably the hardest thing. It's like, you, you can't sue the baby if you don't know what they need, like you're saying. So for me, I've learned like how to put her on her side sometimes, or sometimes I'll just give her like a, a little bobo or pacifier. I'll say bobo because I'm bilingual. Uh, hey, I think it's like a random, I don't even think that's a real word. I think we just call bobo? it that. Yeah. Is that actual uh, word? Or? I think bobo is a word for, I don't know if it's, there's several meanings to bobo. Like bobo is like, you're a bobo, like you're a, a dum dum. Yeah, a dummy. Yeah, exactly. But you can't be like, oh, put the dum dum in your mouth like, to a baby. <laughs> it has a, a specific name. There is a specific name. There is a name. I, yeah. I don't know. I okay. So, like, that's another thing. Or, you know, just checking your diaper and making sure she's swaddled. That's an important thing. Like, I will literally tie her up. It looks like she's in a street jacket. Yeah, she looks like a burrito. Like, yeah. a, a tightly, the best Chipotle burrito you could think of that was ever wrapped up. In your life, if you picture that, that's how that baby looks. Yeah. Every time I'm in here. There's nothing coming out. No, no. rice, no beans, no, no chicken. It's, it's a perfect burrito. <laughs> Delicious. Yeah. So I would say those are probably the most challenging things is just communication. The sleep doesn't even really bother me much because, you know, oddly enough, before all this happened, I was staying up with you playing games until True. two or three in the morning. So it's kind of the same thing. It's just, you know, I don't. I don't get to play video games, which kind of sucks because I'll start playing and then she'll whine. So I'll have hold her, do whatever I have to do to calm her down. But and now you change shitty diapers instead of yeah playing with shitty players. Exactly. On call, you do it. You do it. On call, duty. <laughs> well, that's great. Now with that, on the flip side, because you're you're a daddy now, but you also um like you said graduated from Full Sail and did the whole music production audio production audio production yeah audio production mm-hmm. is the official title at Full Sail. So with that, you know, I, I, we've grown up together, obviously. I've known you since you were born. And I don't know, I think I missed the part where, as far as like your musical influences, I never got to like really see that part of you growing up. Like, you know, because you're quiet and I had my friends and we had different gangs that we would hang out with, different cliques. And even though we were pretty close in age, it was still far apart enough to where... It was like our grades. We weren't in high school together. We weren't in middle school together. You were yeah. more with like Michelle, our sister, that was... I mean, there's like a six-year gap yeah. when you think about it. So musically, yeah, the, no one was listening to the same thing, that's, yeah. your group and mine. There was something that was going... Yeah, it was, it was completely different. Yeah. So like that being said, what was... Like what were your influences, you know, growing up as far as like... Do you remember like your first concert that you went to that you were like mesmerized by and you're like, oh my God, like this... This is awesome. Like music speaks to me in this way. Honestly, I don't know if I can remember my first concert per se. I mean, when we were growing up, like we were like very strictly monitored as far as what music we could listen to or what movies we could watch. Yes. Like I remember getting in trouble for watching Power Rangers one time and it was on TV. I I wasn't even old enough to change the channel. I was just sitting in a chair. And, um, you know, like these things we could not watch because it was from the devil, according to everybody. So for me, I can remember the first time, like 
music really meant something to me uh, just because of the fact that I got to choose the music that I was listening to. So when I was like going into high school, that's really when I started to, I guess, remember the things that I did musically, you know, because I went to a ton of Christian concerts when I was younger. I mean, went to Night of Joy. Like I remember Toby Mac was probably, if I would have to pick one, that would probably be like when I really enjoyed music because his style was like rap and rock kind of influence. And eventually I gravitated towards that even later on, you know, rap and rock influence, but he was better than like Limp Bizkit. Oh yeah. I'll say that. hundred percent. Limp Bizkit was trash. But I remember Toby Mac being, yeah, because we, in case you didn't know, we grew up in a very Christian environment. Our dad was a pastor. My mom, by association, was a pastora, a pastor's wife. Um, but she, she was very different. She, was, she wasn't cut from the same cloth at all. She's very New York, very, um, not anymore, not as much. She's calmed down. But, I mean, there were times where she would get very ghetto, very New York about things <laughs> and come out of the car with a baseball bat to chase down like people that, when she had road rage, she would get out of the car. And chase people down. And I tell her that story now, and she, she's like, oh, that's not me anymore. That's not, that's not what I do. Or even when people messed up her order, like, oh, when yeah. you go to restaurants. No, she still does that, though. Yeah. It was embarrassing. You know, I'd be like, oh, God. Yeah, we'd, we'd walk outside <laughs> and let her handle whatever was going on. But that's, that's kind of how our family dynamic was growing up, and we only knew about Christian stuff. So we had Night of Joy. We had... Rock the Universe, which were concerts that were held at like Disney and Universal since we're in Orlando. And our influences were more of the Christian music variety. You know, eventually you kind of, you expand your mind and then you hear other stuff that outside of the Christian realm that kind of influence you and your, not necessarily maybe the way that you think, but I think for you probably like you heard something that was like, as far as like production and like audio production or whatever the, you know, that you were like, wow, that's something different because if we went by what like toby mac was doing for our entire lives or if i went by like what the newsboys were doing i wouldn't know all these other sounds and genres that are out there as far as music is concerned so what was one that you felt outside of the christian genre that you were like i would say like immediately one the one that comes to mind was like notorious big was like Mm. a huge influence for me which was before your time right yeah it was well before my time (laughs) he was he's obviously dead um, and he was dead when I started listening to him, but I think he's still alive. Um, no, he's not. Definitely not. <laughs> hey, Unfortunately, Tupac. Tupac might still be. Um, it's debatable. Listen, though. if Tupac is alive right now, he needs to get up and like do something. He needs <laughs> to like show up randomly at a Black Lives Matter movement, start singing changes in the middle of like L.A. somewhere. And I think everyone I think would forgive would... him for faking his death if he were to do that. Yeah, just do that. Just show up that way. Don't even announce like, "Hey, I'm back, guys." Just show up. We're just going to call Tupac out right now. <laughs> He's listening to this Tupac, podcast. Yeah. Listen, come out, bro. Come out from hiding. <laughs> Kendrick is waiting for you. Like, y'all need to collab somewhere and just. That would be him. amazing, honestly. But yeah, I mean, Notorious B.I.G., I listened to a lot of like The Roots, Nas, trying to think of who else. So were you more like East, East Side, East yeah, Coast stuff? Definitely like, East yeah, Coast influence. rap. Right. I mean, I liked West Coast. Don't get me wrong, you know. I'm not going to start this whole beef of, like, Snoop Dogg and uh, Death Row, like, all these people going crazy about, you know, you're either East Coast or West Coast, whatever. Like, I liked, you know, West Coast. Like, I even like West Coast rappers now. Like, you know, 
Kendrick is considered West Coast, West Coast right, from because yeah. he's from LA and Anderson Pac, obviously yeah. right now. So, but I will say that the sound of West Coast has changed a little bit compared to back then when it was like one, two, three, into the four. Like every every song was like pretty much the same style of beat, and that kind of was a turn off for me, I guess. Yeah, you know, like I liked people that were experimental, and I still do. So yeah, I would say those have been probably big influences, like old school hip hop. And then eventually I got into people now, like Kid Cudi and obviously, unfortunately, Kanye. I And I will tell everybody on this podcast, I am not going to vote for him. As I know probably every single one of my friends and people that are listening to this are like, he would totally vote for him. Like, no, I'm going to make an educated vote. I'm not going to say who I'm going to vote for. But we do need a change, and Kanye West is not the change that I'm talking about, unfortunately. Yeah. I won't say who I'm going to vote for, but I will say I will not vote for Kanye, and I will not vote for Trump. So <laughs> you can kind of deduct what's going to happen. <laughs> take it as On that. Will. Take it as you will. You know? We'll see, we'll see what happens. <laughs> All right, so that's, that's your music stuff. Now, outside of music, you are into um, other things. Yes. Uh, video games? Video games. Movies? Yes. Movies. All types of pop culture and media, I would say. Okay. Yeah. Gaming, gaming wise, what was like the first video game you remember oh, playing? My gosh. The I first mean, one you remember playing? I remember playing like Mario, like when I was a kid, like the original Mario on Nintendo, like NES and like Mario 3, like we had Super Nintendo, like at people's houses, because I don't think we ever had a Super Nintendo. No, we didn't have a Super Nintendo. We had a regular Nintendo. Yeah. I don't remember if I let you play it or not. No, yeah, I played it, and I probably played it when you were gone when or something. I was like, sneak, or something sneaking probably. it, yeah. yeah. But um, I do remember playing that, and um, Duck Hunt was one yeah. that I remember, because we had the little gun. Like the I still have the gun, gun actually. Yeah. Wow. You held on to that? I have the gun. Oh, wow. That's the only thing I didn't sell. Okay. They sold, like, my parents sold everything in a garage sale outside of my grandmother's house when I was maybe... 12 or 13 and they sold the nintendo with like 13 of the games that i had didn't tell me about it and so um that's what happened i think they assumed that since i had the sega genesis like oh he he doesn't play nintendo anymore i'm like no i still play it i still want it and now it would have been worth like tons of money a jillion dollars exactly whatever um so nintendo yeah super nintendo we didn't have no we had we did have Nintendo, though, and we, we got a Sega. Then we had the Genesis. Which, that I would remember, like, Sonic, Sonic Advent, or Sonic the Hedgehog 2 was, like, a huge one. That was the first game I got. We used to do the multiplayer all the time and, yeah. like, try to race to the end. So that was a good one. And then, I don't think of what else we had on Sega Genesis. Aladdin. Aladdin, wow, yeah. That was a hard-ass game, by the way, like. It was so difficult. Aladdin. Uh, I don't know if we had Lion King or not. I think we rented it. I think we rented it, yeah. Oh, I do remember one. Um, Tasmania Devil. Remember that yes. game? That was the biggest, Tasmania, I think it was, yeah, Tasmania. biggest, hardest game I have ever played to this day. I don't think I beat a level in that game, honestly. like I beat a few. I didn't beat the game, though. I yeah, wasn't, I, wasn't, I don't think we ever did. I don't think I was a, a big gamer back then as much as I am maybe now. Or, you know, you just, you just don't know how to play games when you're younger. Exactly. That's all it is. Like, whatever. Like, I liked games. And the reason I got into a lot of the games was even Omar, uh, who you'll meet at another podcast. 
but like I remember him coming over the house one day because they had a vigilia at Centro where all the old ladies would go and pray overnight. And so they needed somewhere to stay. So Omar came over and brought his Sega CD. And then from that point on, I was like, man, that's amazing. Like I never had anybody who, like we always got our systems really late. And I think we're not the only ones. I think a lot of people, like now, people are getting like a Nintendo Wii instead of the Nintendo Switch. So like when the Switch is done, then they'll be like, oh yeah, we'll, we'll get something else. Or like the Xbox, like people are still getting, like playing Xbox 360 instead of the Xbox One. And not everybody's as fortunate, you know. We're, we're older, so we have jobs. Yep. We can afford these things. But outside of that, we weren't privileged enough to get the new games or systems after. You know, we get them way later. Oh, yeah. Super later. But it happens. It, it is. And it's like, it was just a money thing. But yeah. then at the end of the day, we still made it work. Like, we had a good time. And then usually when we would go over to people's houses, then that's when we would play, like, a ton. And obviously, I remember, like, I think really my peak of gaming was when I was in high school. Like, when I graduated... The first system I ever had, well, not even actually before that, back back up, back up, rewind. I had the first system I remember getting on my own was a GameCube. Before that, we had an Did N64, but we shared it. No, it was a Christmas gift, but it was specifically for me because you were like anti-Nintendo at the time. Yeah, GameCube I didn't like. And you were like, nope, not doing it. And, and GameCube had some pretty good, pretty good hits. They had the Rogue Squadron, Star Wars, okay. Super Smash Brothers, Melee, still to this See, day. See, that was at the same time, though, that the first Xbox came out. That's true. So that's why I was anti-GameCube, because yeah. it was the same time, and I had games like Halo, NFL Fever, uh, Splinter Cell, things like that. So- well, see, I, I loved Halo, but the problem was I never got to play it, because I was too young yeah. when it came out. And then when Halo 2 came out, I remember this. This is a story that I tell to this day, and I will never forget. Me and you went to Target or some store like that, and then we were like, oh, let's go try this game out. You were like, go try this game with me, and it was like Halo 2, I think. Mm. And we were sitting Playing there, you know, like, when, remember in back in the day, you used to just go demos, and, like, like the system, yeah, demos, yeah. exactly. Yeah, we would just sit there and play. Well, your parents would, like, shop for Adobo and Goya products. Exactly. Uh, hashtag Goya, by the way. But um, they would go shop and like they'd leave you in the toy aisle and be like, oh, you'll just go play some games. And we're like, we'd sit there for half an hour just playing whatever free game that they would have. There's a lot of demos or they'd it shut off after a few minutes. Like they just repeat the same game. They try to get you to like, leave oh, and then let somebody else play. But we'd stay there because yeah. we, we didn't care. We were jerks. I was like, I'll play the same, <laughs> I'll play the same level <laughs> for 30 minutes. I don't care. But we played Halo 2 and I remember this. Because, like, this was the innovation of, like, being able to use two joysticks at one time. Like, mm-hmm. this is back in the day. Like, before, it used to be one directional. Like you use one to move left, right, turn the camera. And then at this point, now you have one to move forward and back and one to move left and right. So we're playing Halo. I had, di- had no idea that this is how you turned. So I'm just walking forward and back trying to turn. And then you're, like, <laughs> destroying me because you had played this already at Omar's house or somewhere, I then realized that you totally did this on purpose to destroy me and make me, like, demoralized. So I was like, you know what? I got pissed because I, I lost. I don't think it was to demoralize you. I think it was more to motivate you. Well, it did. It, it motivated <laughs> me. Because be. I went home and I was like, I'm going to get 
better at this game and I'm going to kick your ass when we come back and do it again. I think I was trying to like grow you into a a super gamer in Halo so that way when we play online later on in life you'd be great oh, yeah. and we'd be partners for life. And Halo. now <laughs> and now I'm I'm at that level, that's what I'm saying. Correct. Correct. So it motivated me. It definitely did. Demoralized me for a second and then I was like, "No, I'm going to do better." Cuz we're very competitive. That's another thing about us with games and um Any game. board games, card games. Yes. Exactly. Uh, <laughs> beer games, it doesn't matter. Beer pong. And I think that's why like so many people get like upset when they play with us, which is kind of funny. They're like, "Just a game." And we're like, "No, it's not a game. This is life. It's not a game. It's life. This is life." Do you understand like I haven't played Xbox in I mean consistently in a few months. And since that time, our world has gone to shit. So I feel like games are life. Like it's it's helping me um it's helping the world out when I play video games. And right now, since I'm not playing, it's the world is is going to crap. It's burning. Same thing with Alex. Like he was on there too and now he has a baby. So now he's changing the world of a little one, but the rest of the world around us is on fire. Exactly. The world is lava. It's true, though. They say gaming the is meant to, um, like, psychologically, they've done studies. And even I've taken classes on this where they recommend taking, like, 15, 30 minutes out of your day to play a game or do something. Because yeah. it helps you recharge mentally. Like, And for me, that's where, like, I will say in the beginning of having the baby, it was hard because I didn't have time to do that. The beginning of the quarantine, we were up to like it was like three, six hour days. Like, yeah, you had nothing else to do exactly at all. Like it was just, oh my god, you're stuck. And at all? it literally, like I'd say it, and it feels like it was like three years ago. Yeah, it still feels so long ago when we started this quarantine. But you know, Florida, and there's no end in sight. Unfortunately, Florida, you're 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 doing great out there. I will take this moment to public service announcement because. I am a person that I'm sure everybody knows who knows me. I'm not very vocal on social media just because it has nothing to do with me being on one side or another. You know, I'm just kind of like, I like to like sit back and hear what everyone else has to say to a certain extent. And then it gets to a point where I'm like, okay, I'm going to, I need to say something about it. And this is the moment. So everyone who's listening right now, wear a mask. I'm not joking wear a freaking mask anywhere you go and if you have a problem with that um i'm gonna buy you a subscription to the wwe network and i'm going to have you watch every one of kane's mask matches where he wears a mask for like 45 minutes you know iron man matches or royal rumbles if he could wear a mask for 45 minutes he's running up and down slamming people what are you doing you're going to Publix. You're just picking up some cereal. Not slamming anything. You're not slamming anything. You're not exerting yourself. You're picking up gluten-free chicken. Exactly. It doesn't matter. So if you can, if he can do that, you can wear a freaking mask and do it for two months, and we'll be out of this. I swear to you. Like CDC has said this countless of times. Um, if you're still a Trump supporter, I do not care. That's great for you. Um, at the end of the day, how about you support your neighbor? It's not political. This is not a yeah. political thing. This is human, a human, just human. It's a human thing. I don't even know how to put it. It's, it's common it. sense. It's just be a human, wear a mask, and save. No you one's know, trying to control you. you. 
No one's trying to take away your freedom, your rights. Exactly. We're trying to save your life. Yeah. That's what it literally is. I've known so many people that have been diagnosed, not to get on a soapbox, but have been diagnosed positive with COVID. I've had people that have um, lost their grandparents to COVID, you know, and even in the beginning, flight attendants that I worked with were, or not that I worked with, but that I knew in our system were passing away from COVID. Like in one, I think it was like one week, three or four people from an airline, I won't say, have passed away. Like one day after another, it felt like. So yeah. it's like, it's not a thing that's fake. It's not a fake thing. Just your insanity is making you think all these fucking crazy conspiracy theories and it's not happening. It's just, it's common health sense. Like if you're, man, I don't know. I don't get it. Don't and get regardless it. if it affects you directly, understand that you may not get anything, but you may infect other people around you. And that's the most important thing because once the numbers go down, we can go back to doing whatever you yes. guys want to do. Yes. You want to twerk in downtown Orlando? Do it. You want to go to Disney and uh, ride rides? Do that because that's what I love to do. But right now, the longer we continue to do this, you're going to be stuck at home going crazy. And then what you're going to do is you're going to go crazy outdoors because you don't know how to act. And then you're getting everyone else sick. So just wear a mask. That's all I'm asking. If you're going to twerk in downtown Orlando, please call me first so I can be there. <laughs> And then <laughs> you can twerk all you want. There you um, go. But yeah, that's, it's, it's insanity. <laughs> oh, in case you don't know, Alex is very, he's not very vocal on social media with stuff. He barely posts stuff like regularly. Not even, we're not we're talking about politically. We're just talking about, he maybe posts maybe once a month or every other month. That's about it. And if you know me, recently I have been <laughs> very vocal <laughs> on social media. My family hates me. So just me, <laughs> my cousin, and my sister occasionally, we are like the three rebels in the family. Everybody else is like buying Goya still, and they don't care. Not wearing masks. And not wearing masks. Well, one person did not wear a mask and continues not to wear a mask. And he, was, uh, he had COVID. And he had COVID. Exactly. He had COVID. So we're not going to say his name here. But, you know <laughs> but my whole fa- our whole entire family knows who we're talking about. So, uh, yeah, just, just wear a mask. Uh, so we'll talk, uh, I'll just ask you a couple more questions and then we'll, we'll end this up. We'll wrap this up. Okay. Uh, how about Sounds like your... I'm doing a job interview right now. <laughs> we'll wrap this a couple up. more questions. Just and a few more questions yeah. and I'll get you on your way. You can leave your resume <laughs> with Nancy downstairs. Okay. Oh, so movies. I don't know when you got into movies either. It was kind of weird to me. Like, even though we grew up together, we didn't grow up together. Like, it's very weird. I think... And me, I had always been into movies. And I feel like you always watched movies. But I don't think you were vocal about the movies that you, you liked. You know, like we'd go to movies here and there. Go see Pirates of the Caribbean when that was out and stuff like that. And then I think right after that, I moved to Chicago. And we'd talk on Facebook when that started. And like, hey, have you seen this movie? Oh, no, cool, whatever. But I don't remember like you just the having resurgence this, of the it, resurgence yeah. of the movies in your in your life so what what would you say was that moment ah man i know for a fact like the movies that i that got me going were like star wars okay for sure so now that you said that i do remember when we went to go see phantom menace like episode one exactly imax yes with our dad at, well not at the time he's still our dad but <laughs> our dad um we went to go see it in IMAX at Point Orlando. Yeah. I remember 
Maybe that was the moment I think that. I think it was like opening night too. I'm almost certain. It or was the weekend, weekend for it was sure. The weekend for yeah. Sure. And then from there, it was like every Star Wars flick, I remember watching them in theaters like opening night, if not that weekend. Because yeah. then we watched the second one, even though it wasn't as good. Um, third one, definitely much better. And then I remember even when Force Awakens came out. Oh, yeah. That I like paid to watch. But you did the marathon. The right? whole marathon, yeah. exactly. Because like I know for a fact, if I was born when Star Wars was around, I would have been one of those crazy people in line watching it. Because I dig like sci-fi and out of this world things. You know, like I buy into the you imagination. Would have dressed up, honestly. Oh yeah, I would have been like uh, freaking Chewbacca. Or <laughs> now everything is like so expensive. You can't afford to dress up. But, like, back then, I don't think they were, like, the craze didn't hit. Probably, like, $10 for a costume. Uh, like, just a Chewbacca mask, you know? Like, get a, a not even movie quality, how they say. Exactly. <laughs> like, just get a rubber Chewbacca mask, probably for $5 down the street, and that's nothing. Now, you try to get a Chewbacca mask, it's like, $15, $20, like, rubber. Like, a really crappy and it's, quality. And it looks horrible, exactly. So, back then, yeah. I think, yeah, you would have been dressed up for sure. Oh, yeah. So, Star Wars would have to be it, without a doubt. I mean, and then, like... The resurgence even more like when I started watching like comic book movies. Like, um, I remember watching X Men for the first time, which uh, I think it was 20 years ago this week that it debuted. Yeah, the first X Men, not the cartoon, but the one with Hugh Jackman, uh, before he was buff and a poppy. Yes, uh, he was just regular old Hugh Jackman. <laughs> Regular old Hugh Jackman, yep. or he was the a real Logan that we know today. Correct. But yeah, I remember that. So I was, let's think about it, 11 years old when that came out. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, I've always been into stuff, but I think I, it really hit me again around that time that I think about it. You know, unfortunately, I think a lot of me finding my identity was when our parents like got divorced and stuff, because then, you know, mom was kind of the person to like, allow me to do things mm, yeah. and on the other end it was like we're still going to continue to keep monitoring what you're doing and to me i think that's something that i've learned as as someone who is you know was a son now i think about my daughter and i don't want to do that to her you know like i would want her to find her own identity and support her you know like regardless of what it is um, you know, again, there's still going to be rules and things that yeah, you still got to moderate it and yeah. just kind of like, especially when they're younger, they oh, yeah. don't know really right from wrong as much. They don't develop the conscience yet until later on. But I think you kind of give them a good, uh, it's like a happy plan. medium, yeah, yeah. Happy medium. And exactly. then from that point, then the road splits up and you can't be there every day for them, especially like middle school, high school. That's a long ways away, but time passes by fast no so it really it does be, it, it might really be right around the corner does. it's already gonna be two months old in like two weeks a couple weeks yeah. yeah so pretty crazy like times we're in but i'm excited you know yeah i'm excited for you thank you, excited for you. <laughs> i actually feel like an uncle now because my my nephew and my niece my, my older ones and they're only like three and one maybe so it's like well, i just haven't seen them as often I, I wish i could you know but i see them we have a relationship on like snapchat and <laughs> pictures and that's it you know like videos we get to see them be act all crazy so this is like the first time i kind of feel like oh i have a niece like in town you know and i've seen her what, like 
three or four times already. Um, and she grows up differently every every week. Every time I see her, is something different. Yeah, uh, which is crazy. But I still love all my nieces and nephews the same. So shout out to Jaden and Jaden. Uh, if you guys are listening, I love you still. Uh, you don't understand a word I'm saying right now, <laughs> but Jaden, I love you. Um, you have anything else to add? What do you see from this uh, podcast? What do you want to get from this podcast? What do you want to share with the world when you are on here? You know, eventually, hopefully, maybe you'll do your own podcast at some point. I I would really hope so. Um, but this is a nice little intro to it. Yeah. Uh, if in case you don't know, well, you do know that Alex is an audio production graduate, and he's gonna be helping me editing some stuff, which is weird to me because I'm used to doing things a lot on my own i'm very independent and i don't ask help from anybody so to have him kind of help me out with that is i don't know how i feel about it yet but i'm pretty sure version <laughs> it'll be all right um and then having the amount of people like the co-hosts and having him on it having omar on it having other friends that have reached out to me already that want to be on the podcast it's been a tremendous response and if you do want and i'm really just out there interviewing like regular people it's not anybody no celebrities yet or anything like that, you know, but if you have a story to share and want to share it with me, I encourage you to reach out to us here at the podcast and, you know, whether that's social media or email or whatever the case might be, slide into my DMs. Let me know, like, what's up? I want to tell these stories of people that maybe don't have a voice and maybe have never done a podcast before. That's how I feel like my brother is the same way where he hasn't really had a podcast and we never heard him on a podcast. Have you done a podcast before? An no. episode? No. This is my uh, cherry. Not even pop. on uh, keeping it Frankie or keeping it whatever. No, I have not. Yeah, he don't uh, invite anybody over there. He's, yeah, it's very exclusive club. Unfortunately, uh, Frankie's too cool He's for me. Too cool for everybody. Um, so whatever, Frankie. That's cool. shout out to uh, keeping it rosy though. I no, will... no shout out to him. Yeah, no. <laughs> <laughs> take back that shout out. No, but I've never been never been on a podcast. So uh, I will say the thing I'm looking forward to most out of this or getting from it is just. Um, an opportunity to just kind of talk and you know I know for me this COVID thing has taught me so much in in a sense of before this I was always kind of that person that was like you know if you get invited to things like you try to find a way out of doing it because maybe you're too tired or you're just you know just don't want to do anything because you had a long week and now I feel like I'm not going to be that person you know at all because it's like you never know how life can change. And that's really what's happened in these past few months to where I was so used to going to work, my routine, doing everything that I had to do. And now it's like everything just stopped. So I think this is just an opportunity for me to get to know other people, for people to get to know me, you know, because I don't really, like I said, I'm not very vocal on social media unless I really feel strongly about something. So I think that this might be a way for me to share my voice and things that I have going on in my head or things that I enjoy. Cause I know for me, whenever I'm stressed out or I have things that are, I'm going, trying to focus on, I love to listen to podcasts. It's a great way to just listen to other people talking about topics that you enjoy. And I hope that that's what we can do here, you know, just kind of like spread topics and things that people are going to enjoy and thoroughly gravitate towards, you know, whether it is games, whether it's movies, you know, whether it's politics, the things that you covered in the first episode, um, I think a lot of us having that range and even taking suggestions from people in the long term might be helpful. But I think that it's going to be a great way to share my voice, 
um, a great way to also get my skills up to par with helping with podcasts because you know I not only want to do this but have you know aspirations to grow my own brand which you know check me out on social media 100% yeah what's your social media stuff it's uh El Connoisseur so if you see me on Twitter on Instagram uh, I even have a Facebook music page Um, I do everything you know from recording to mixing I've done some production and uh, mastering as well so anything that you need help with reach out to me you know i love music i love sharing voices with the world i think it's something that really um, helps people mentally it's therapeutic so that's kind of what i hope to come from this you know share my voice and help with my skills getting better and ultimately just um having a good time in the process you know yeah yeah, And we're going to have an opportunity to do all that, kind of talk about the deep stuff, but then also talk about the fun stuff, the movies, the TV shows, uh, whatever's going on, whatever the, the current news is or something funny, you know, it's, it's going to be fun. It's going to be a lot of fun. This episode, I just wanted to really kind of introduce, uh, we're going to have a couple of people that we'll introduce, like my brother and uh, my other friend Omar that will be on here and just kind of get to know you guys before, I think it's important, kind of like a movie, you want to invest in a character. And they just can't show up out of nowhere. And then you feel like, oh, you should be invested in this person because uh, they showed up and they're wearing blue. Like, it doesn't work that way. It's like, you have to invest in somebody. Yeah. And this isn't Justice League. Yeah, correct. It's not Justice League. <laughs> this is not, it's not Batman versus Superman uh, and Barbara. Was that the name? Actually, yeah, you're right. It was Batman, Batman versus Superman, Superman, not Justice League. But equally just as bad. Just as bad. Um, so we'll talk about a lot of that stuff. <laughs> and... Uh, I will have uh, Alex's social media stuff in the comments, or not the comments, but the description of this podcast. So if you want to follow him, check out his work. Make sure you check out the description here. But outside of that, that's about it. I think we're we're pretty good with this. Yeah, this was fun. Thank you for having me on and fun. let me share my voice for a little bit. Hopefully, I could be on, you know, more often. But yeah, obviously, we'll see, we'll, we'll, see um, we'll see what happens. If you have, uh, if you had a topic to choose. Out of all the stuff that I had talked about, like in the first episode, what would be your uh, strong suit? What's your strong point? My area that you would like to, you know, talk about more. Yeah, I was even thinking about this yesterday because I had plans in my mind of a podcast regarding music. So mm-hmm. I want to eventually maybe focus on that more when I am on. Um, I'm open for everything, obviously. So if there are other guests that are on and they want to talk about something and then i'm available i don't mind doing that as well but music is definitely my area as someone who has worked on music like i study it to a t and now whenever i hear things like i'm like instantly researching like where did that sound come from you know Um, and that's something you have to do in audio production so i feel like it'd be interesting for maybe a small group of people maybe not casual music goers but like people that really dig deep like i have a couple friends that are like that yeah yeah and um so i think that'd be kind of cool to just shed some light because there's times when like i'll hear like a newer version of something and i completely hate the way they sample it uh pitbull pitbull every pitbull is, song yeah that comes out pitbull in the past um, what's the other guy uh floor Flo- Flo- Rida? Flo- Rida? Yep. yep he's terrible. all those guys i hate i i and i don't care who out there likes it you're probably the same people that like goya products i don't care about pitbull pitbull can suck 
Suck a big one. He goes suck a big one. <laughs> yeah, we're not fans of Pitbull here. And like even the Fat Joe song that just came out, like he sampled that. Um, Aguilera. I have you heard this yet? I haven't heard the okay. song yet. So when we're done with this, I'm gonna play it for you. Aguilera. And maybe you'll have a t- conversation about it later. But it's terrible. It's probably the worst use of a sample <laughs> I've ever heard. And I didn't um, know Fat Joe was still making music. He is. Yeah, unfortunately. Wasn't he in jail? No. I mean, he was in jail in a movie, I think. Yeah, I don't think he was in jail in real life. Not in real life. He's a. <laughs> he should be in jail. He used I don't to be know a why. cop. Bad joke? Yeah, he used to be a cop. Oh, that's why he's not in jail. Corrupt. Exactly. Corrupt. He's probably, he's probably a Trump supporter, too. So, <laughs> Goya products. Goya. So, that's what I hope to come out of this. And um, it's been fun. You know, I hope everyone listens to this and digests it very well. Yep. And it keeps you, you know, entertained during this difficult time. Yeah. Difficult times. But good times nonetheless. So we'll uh, see you guys on the next episode. And of course, make sure that you're following on social media, Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, give Mike a mic. No reloaded at the end, but uh, this podcast is obviously called give Mike a mic. Reloaded. Reloaded. I'm Batman. (laughs) I'm Batman. Uh, So yeah, we'll see you guys on the next episode. Thanks for chatting with us. Alex, thank you for your time. Yes. And we'll see you uh, sooner than later. It was fun. See you guys later.